0: What's good, man? Cash. What's popping? Roy Mack and Cash, People's Champ Radio is in the building.
1: It's the big homie, Cash, man. p c r we are back. Roy Mack, talk to me, man. What's been popping with you on this weekend, baby?
0: Hey, man. You know what it is, man. Uh, we just out here getting it, dog. Big, uh, big sports weekend. NFL heavy playoffs popping. Let's get yeah. to it, dog. Let's not, let's yeah. not, yeah. Uh, let's not mess around, dog. Let's jump right into this thing. Uh, to borrow a phrase from one of my dudes ain't gonna be in here too long uh but let's get right to it right <laughs> ain't gonna be in here too too long but baby can't eat no books yeah man but let's get right to it you dig so the game of the night last night cowboys and rams right uh cowboys at rams let me say this before we jump into like any analysis or anything um and hey and shoot out that link dog everything good on the link on your end cash Oh yeah, we good,
1: man. I got us live on the big screen.
0: All right, I'm on these mimosas, dog. Um, listen, da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> listen, man. Um, let me say this: the Rams uh, moving forward, and I know they got—I guess they got plans still. Um, they got to do something about that home field advantage or lack thereof, in my opinion.
1: Boy, um, they, be, they are moving into a newer yeah, uh, stadium, yeah, though. yeah. I mean, I
0: mean, because they—they got to, because right. I mean, listen, yeah. at the beginning of that game, it, it, it was. I'm listening. I'm like, yo, bro, this is this is this is sounds like if if not fifty fifty, maybe sixty forty cowboy fans. You dig? Oh, uh, and it, listen, it, it cowboy fans that. travel. Cowboy fans right. travel. So you know that you know it is what it is on that. But yeah, that that didn't really feel like a home field advantage to me to t- to start that game. But what's it said you about been that, that way game? all
1: year? It's always it's been that way all year. Look, I thought it was an excellent football game, right? I'm seeing a lot of blind optimism from Cowboys fans and, and the media because I think the media, you know, they feel they're better off when a couple of teams are performing right. It's either they want the Lakers to be great, the uh, the the uh, Knicks to be great, they want the Cowboys to be great, they want the Giants. You know, these big market teams. I get it, right? Um, but let me say this about the game. It was a great game last night. Uh, Watched it from start to finish. And my takeaway from that game was exactly what I took away uh, from both teams, you know, prior to them playing. One team has an innovative modern day coaching staff. Sean McVay earned his stripes last night, right? Big playoff game, close game um, throughout the game. I know they were up by two touchdowns, but you could tell that one mistake here or there, the Cowboys, right, could have blew the whole thing wide open, or they could have had an opportunity to do so. Sean McVay, what the um with him putting CJ Anderson in, 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 in on the spot, right? And giving this young man carries and having over a hundred yards with both running backs, I haven't seen CJ Anderson perform well since he was in Denver with, with Peyton Manning. And that's not to say he can't play anymore, but we just didn't know. And what Sean McVay was able to do last night with inserting this man into the the steak and potatoes of the game plan. It wasn't like, you know, some trick plays. They did a lot of misdirection, right? But 90% of the time you felt like, okay, they're either going to throw this football and hand it to Gurley. They didn't either. They gave it to C.J. Anderson. That little wrinkle changed the entire complexity of the game. It kept the Cowboys' defensive line on their heels. They couldn't pin their their ears back and get at Jared Goff because what was happening was – the misdirection, right? So you had to right. pay attention to whoever's coming in motion, right? Speedy receiver, whether it was Woods uh, or, or the other, uh, what's the big homie name that left New England? Goddamn, what's his name? Uh, they just paid him too. But anyways, him or the number one Woods are the number one receiver on the outside, and and you got Todd Gurley right in in, in the backfield, but you got C.J. Anderson right there. It, it was just it was an incredible wrinkle. Sean McVay earned a lot of my respect last night, right? Young coach. I think he's like 30, 31 years of age, yeah, um, which is what um, which is what the Packers, obviously, are trying to do, too, right? They're trying to, you know, it's a copycat league. Hey, good luck with that, right? I mean, I don't know how many 30-year-olds <laughs> are going to work out like Sean McVay is. Sean McVay has the talent, obviously. He has the creativity. But shout-out to Sean McVay. They just out the Cowboys. This is a chess match. This shit ain't checkers. You You dig? It's a chess match, and they checkmated the Cowboys at every turn. I thought Jared Goff, when he had to make a play, he made a play. Right. I thought he was a little better than Dak was. Dak gets the deer in the headlights every now and again, and it's kind of weird because you think at this point in his career, he'd be a lot more comfortable, right? I think Dak should run the ball a lot more than he has uh, been. Uh to because he like he sometimes he takes unnecessary sacks. I'm like Dak, like you you have mobility, bro. Right. Like just right, get right. three or four yards and keep the play going. But Dak, like, he ends up getting sacked or throwing something up crazy. But anyways, I thought the execution on the Rams part um was far better than Dallas. I thought the game plan was better. I th- I think that CJ Anderson Wrinkle threw the entire defense off. And you know, you gotta take that L, Dallas. What say you,
0: Roy, Matt? Yeah, and, and the thing is, right, um, and I put them up on my screen now, it was the tale of three backs for me, right? Um, and I say three backs because Gurley, come in, you know, we, coming into that game, we didn't know, you know, with the knee, he said it was good, he was going to play. Um, he didn't – listen, he looked adequate, but what I really saw was, to me, old school football, meaning – Listen, bro, we're going to keep running until you stop this shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, they were – and it wasn't like they were getting three, four hard yards here or there. They were gashing the Cowboys most of that game. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What I liked in that game was it almost took me back to uh, Jerome Bettis. Is is Right. I was was like, man, goddamn, this is like Jerome Bettis right now. You know what I'm saying? That big back coming downhill. That's still a little shifty. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Still a little shifty. And was really making moves, bro. And and to your point, I think that took the Cowboys off guard. I, I think they thought, okay, we're probably not going to see that much of him. Sheesh. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm he was yeah. coming right at you the whole time. And
1: the opposite hey, was – Hey, Roy, back. Let me give you some numbers real quick. Go ahead, bro. go ahead, go ahead. I mean, this is staggering. Todd Gurley, 16 carries, 115. Right. 7.2 yards a carry, a touchdown. CJ right. Anderson had eight more carries than Todd. Um, he, uh, 23 carries, 123 yards, 5.3 average, two touches. I mean, bro, that's damning.
0: Yeah. You, you're not going to win games. You know what I mean? That's just the reality. You're not going to win games. You're not going to win games with that type of a situation, bro. <laughs> bro, um, you talk uh,
1: about ball control.
0: Wow. Yeah. If that's the thing, then you just, you can't beat teams if, if, if you're going to give up that many yards. You Think understand. about
1: this, Roy Mack. Dak Prescott had to throw the ball more than Jared Goff. And I said if Dak has to throw the ball more than 25 times, you're probably
0: going to lose, bro. And you know what? This goes, We're going to talk about the Chiefs a little bit too. This goes into both games. Both of those teams, the Chiefs and the Rams, look at the time of possession for both of those teams. I don't have it in front of me, but I am pre- But I remember seeing the stat. The time of possession was like double, you know what I'm saying, The the Cowboys and the Colts what they had right. the ball for. And, again, that goes – I thought the Cowboys, like you said, although it was still close, it was still kind of like, hey, yeah, if the Cowboys can make a player here, there, a player yeah. 2 there, get a stop, they can jump back in it. The thing right. that I thought that that was good that the Rams did, because, hey, both them and the Chiefs have this whole, quote-unquote, high-powered offense. They can throw it around. They can, you know what I'm saying, make big plays. But by them sustaining those drives on uh, with the run and making those plays, what it did was it kept that Dallas offense on the sideline. So now – when you're when when you're Dak and you're coming into the game, it's almost pressure for you to make plays because you don't know we won't get back on the field again.
1: Absolutely, you know what I mean? when when offenses have those long drives against your defense, you do feel pressure because that
0: clock's ticking. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, um, that game could have been a blowout early. The if it's one thing that's going to stop the Rams in these playoffs moving forward, it's the red zone, man. They got to get Listen. Here's the one thing I like their offense, right? I like a lot of the little wrinkles they have. We're getting the, um, we're getting the receivers involved in the run game, right. a lot of end around stuff, and it and it works because what it does is, you know, it's weird because a lot of NFL teams they'll do something like that once or twice a game and then never go back to it. That's just a part right. of the Rams' offense. And I kept telling people that, like, yo, this is a part of their offense. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it makes as a defense, it makes you have to stay at home just to make sure, you know what I'm saying? Because you really don't know who got the damn ball. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's
0: and, tough, man.
1: They got Brandon Cooks out there and Woods. Right. I mean they got some speedy guys
0: on the outside that you can't not take your eye off. Right. Now the problem is this, however. It gets a point it gets to a point on the field. Well, you got to just play football. And what I mean by just play football is you can't get too cute once you get to the red zone. You just don't got the space right. to get that cute. I don't want
1: to see no motion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to
0: see – no, 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 man. Listen,
1: sometimes you just got to run the ball down people's throats. Yeah. Right? And I do agree with you on that. I think the Rams, can, they little creativity can get in their way sometimes. They get a little too cute down there.
0: Right. And it's like, yeah, it's cool, man. I like it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's fly. You know what I'm saying? Some of the little, some of the little plays. But you can almost fall in love with that. I thought one of my criticisms of the Saints when they had Reggie Bush was I felt like as a coaching staff, they fell in love with trying to have these quote-unquote gimmicky plays for right. uh, uh, for Reggie. And it would be like everything was designed to somehow get to the house. It wasn't designed just to, you know, fucking – if you know, football players make plays, right? So there's no play that any coach has that's designed for a touchdown. It's designed maybe to try to get a big play out of it, but – Give a ball to a football player. I once saw T O catch a goddamn a fucking I don't know what the fuck it was. It was just he just they just threw the it was one of them you just like throw the damn ball down the line. He made one move on champ Bailey and got eighty yards. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, right. it, it, you just fucking made this throw something you just throw the goddamn ball to somebody, man, let, let him make a play, right? Um, but in the red zone, man, they gotta do better. I saw the stat on the um, uh, during the game. They're like eighteenth in the league, so that puts you at the bottom half. Uh, yeah, man. of the Of the league in the red zone, it's tough to win that way because while you're moving the ball, move. Think, think about that game last night. That game could have been a blowout in the first half. They were scoring yep. every time. The difference was they were scoring threes. And give yep. credit to the Cowboys and, and Dak because they were able to get some big plays and keep that thing close early. Um, now the problem was they just didn't have any answers for that run game for anybody, right? Not, like they didn't have answers bro. for the receivers, they didn't have answers for Gurley, <laughs> they had for anybody. But it was running. whoever ran the football. Hell, they didn't have an answer for golf. <laughs> you
1: know what I'm saying? Listen, bro. I mean, and listen that last play, right? When the Rams needed the first down, it was third and long. Golf ran it for the first down, ended the game. That was indicative of the game because. The Cowboys didn't have an answer. He was – golf was – I'm not saying you spy Jared Goff, right? But what I'm saying is that where the hell is everybody? Because the Rams spread the Cowboys out, bro. They didn't allow the Cowboys to to, uh, pin their ends back. Shout out to the Rams offensive line, right? When you have two running backs, you know, these guys – you got one guy averaging seven yards a carry, the other guy averaging five a carry. They have over 39 carries uh, together, and they have three touchdowns. That's that line, bro. That line came to play.
0: The line was on, believe bro. line came.
1: And Jared Goff was pretty clean the entire game. The Cowboys were never able to build momentum. And that's why I give a lot of credit to Sean McVay and that offensive staff because, like you said, they could have scored, like, every time, but they kept getting, you know, threes. The thing about it was that instead of trying to force the issue, they was like, you know what? We're not the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. What we're going to do is run this goddamn clock out, right? Right. We're not going to try to quote-unquote – we're not going to do what quote-unquote got us
0: here, Kyle Shanahan. Run the goddamn football. Let me ask you this. The um, call to go for it on fourth and one – it was the fourth quarter, fourth and one from, I guess, about the one. And I know a lot of people – I I jumped online because I wanted to see what the reaction was going to be because it was a decision. A lot of people were saying go for the field goal. Um, it was a tough call because I think if you go for the field goal, I can't remember to get the score. But I think you go up eleven if you get the yeah, uh, if yeah, you get the field goal. Yeah. So it's still
1: it's it like nine or eleven
0: something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. So it you know it, it still puts the puts <clears throat> the the Cowboys in a tough position to still have to go down score. You know what I'm saying? Either get a two point conversion or try to have to get a score. You know, so it, it's still tough. But they decided to run it in, and I thought you know that was a gutsy call. It was a big call. But when you're running a football like that, in retrospect, wow, my it's, really not, it's really not that crazy of a call. Nah. Yeah, man.
1: I mean, unless you're the Seahawks, right? I mean, then it becomes a tough call, you know? <laughs> you know, maybe you throw maybe you throw a slant to a fifth receiver on the depth chart. You know, I don't know.
0: Hey, dog, you know, he... <laughs> <laughs> the It's
1: a cold world. But yeah, man, listen, uh, well, here's, the call was twofold for me. Do you think that Dak Prescott's gonna go 99 yards? Yeah, and, and,
0: and I think that's what made, the, yeah, that's what made
1: it. Yeah, because that's the other side of the coin, right? It's like, listen, first of all, we gotta hold our own nuts on this goal line. If we can't get one yard, shame on us, right? And two, if we don't get it, the defense are so you gonna allow Dak Prescott and the Cowboys to go 99 for the score, right? So let's watch this. So yeah, you gotta go for that. Shout out to the coaching staff for not outthinking themselves, right, and kicking a field goal. Go for it, man. You're at home. You know what I mean? You show some confidence in your team because you know, you know this. Like I know Roy Mack when you're playing team sports and your coach puts the ball in your hands and say, yo, let's go go make a play.
0: Go make a that play. That builds yeah.
1: self-confidence. And going forward, the Rams need that, right? They're going to need that type of momentum and self-confidence from their coaching staff uh, and still by their coaching staff uh, to win a big, you know, an NFC title game, right? So they needed to make those plays against the Cowboys, and they did. Listen, the Rams ultimately dominated this game they did. physically up front but they also dominated it um, strategically. I didn't see anything that the Cowboys were doing um, to exploit anything that the Rams couldn't do. Mm -hmm. The thing about the Rams is that people question their back end. They question their secondary a little bit, right? Tlaib has been out for a long time. Marcus Peters is very – he's very sporadic, and he's a gambler. He reminds me a lot of D'Angelo Hall. Uh, Raw athleticism – um, not very disciplined, can definitely get caught up in his own head. So they were not really able to exploit that. Now, obviously, Amar Cooper did what he did. Shout out to Amar Cooper. He just received the ball.
0: It's yeah, funny when you get a it's funny what happens when you get a number one receiver, but go ahead. It,
1: it is though. Like they were three and five when they got this guy, <laughs> and then they got like Super Bowl aspirations overnight. It was unbelievable. All hey, right. but then when he hey, but when he's up to get paid, you'll have people telling you how. Star receivers, you know. Hey, they don't win Super Bowls. I, I wouldn't pay them. Well, hey, because
0: before that, everybody, was, everybody in Cowboy Land was trying to tell me that they could, that they were fine with Cole Beasley. Like, hey, man, you know, we got Cole Beasley. You know, we got some tight ends. Bro, okay.
1: Cole Beasley, <laughs> okay. Rico gathers, uh, ex basketball player. Stop. Right, go get your goddamn number one receiver. Yeah. But I digress. So yeah, man. Um, listen, the Rams were the better team last night. I, I, everybody need to get over it. Now let's let's get real quick to this Cowboy thing. I've been very uh, on the money about the Cowboys the last couple of years in regards to their record, in regards to how I see them. And, I, and I'm so I'm going to keep with this thing. I believe the Cowboys' window's closing because pretty soon they're going to have to pay a lot of guys, right? Deke and Zach included. they right. got to pay some defensive guys. they got to pay Amari Cooper. Bro, you and I both know you can't pay everybody. Dallas needs to really start thinking about their future and how they're going to move forward. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm about to say something crazy to the public, right? Um, And no one's going to agree with me on this, and I'm fine with it, but, you know, time will tell. I say you get rid of Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I don't believe that Ezekiel Elliott is a transcendental type of talent, which isn't a diss. People need to get over, like, no, he's not a Mount Rushmore running back. Get over it. I think Ezekiel Elliott is a good running back. But I think Dallas' line is actually better than Zeke is. I've been watching Zeke a lot these past weeks. When they really need Zeke to make a big play, not a third and three or something like that. I'm talking about a big play, a Todd Gurley type of play, a Saquon Barkley kind of play. He can't make those plays. I believe that behind that offensive line, Zeke is indis- He's uh, indispensable. And uh well, I guess he's dispensable, uh, behind that offensive line. I believe that and I, listen, we saw it, right? We saw Jamarco Murray before Zeke get there. Eighteen hundred yards, Zeke got there, sixteen hundred yards. So it's the same thing. He's, people just like Zeke's name better
0: and they like because they draft him. <laughs> he got a cool out. he got a cool little nickname and he wears his well, bro, uh, he wears a little half jersey. Him?
1: Yeah, they drafted him fourth overall. They're in love with that, right? But the reality is he isn't doing anything that the Cowboys haven't seen before. People are just being honest, right? You can go to all these analytics and I don't want to hear that shit. I watch football. I believe that he's just I believe they can find another talented young running back and not pay him the money that they're gonna to have to pay Zeke. Um because you can't pay Zeke or Martin Cooper and Dak and think that the team's gonna be intact, because you're gonna to have to start paying corners at some point. Uh, you know, all the D tackles gotta get paid. You're going to have to pay a Van Der him at some point. You get me? So the point is, bro, Jalen Smith. So the point is, is I believe that if any one of their stars is going to be replaced, meaning Dak, Cooper, or Zeke, Zeke's the one that can be replaced. And I think the Cowboys need to get on that before it's too late. Now, they probably won't. They probably won't listen to me, right? And they'll be in a conference going, you know, 10 and 6, 9 and 7 type team. But I believe that window's closing. Um,
0: I agree with. you. It's only
1: name. so many times you can hit the tip of that iceberg, Roy Mac. You know this, especially in football. If you keep hitting the tip of that iceberg, because look, so this year they say, ah oh, man, hey, listen, they gonna be great going forward because you know they, they had a hell of a game. No, 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 no. All the other teams in the NFC are thinking the same thing you're thinking. Right. They're thinking, yo, the the Eagles are thinking like, bro, we had a terrible start. We've been swapping quarterbacks, and we're still here. The Eagles are about to play football. You did mm-hmm. so. Um, you know the Eagles went out and beat Chicago, right? They they about to play the the Saints today. You think if they win or lose, Roy Mack, that they're not going to be confident coming back next year with their MVP caliber, uh, you know, uh, uh, first overall, a uh, second overall draft pick, and Carson Wentz. So everybody, you think the Giants aren't thinking, bro? Real we'll talk, with probably a QB away from being a much better team, right? Yeah, I know that's saying a lot, but I'm just saying everyone has talent. Everyone's. Um, closing the gas every season. The NFL is a true reset league. A team last year that looked like absolutely nothing, they're going to surprise you the following season. This is just how the NFL goes. So I don't see the Cowboys quote-unquote building off of this unless they get an entirely different coaching staff on the offense. That's my only caveat, Roy Roy Mack. I can believe in the Cowboys if they get a young, innovative mind. But jerry jones would then have to let go the reins and i don't believe he's going to do that so
0: here you have it yeah i think uh i'm not i I won't disagree with anything you said i think the issue that that's going to happen for the cowboys moving forward is what type of team are they going to be is this d is this going to be zeke's team or this Dak's team and the reason i say that is because right now i feel like all the heat goes to Dak. I get it. He's the he's the quarterback, right? I get it. But it was a big fourth down play in that game in which Zeke got stood up. I think it was twice where he got stood up on fourth downs. Right. Um, here's my issue with that, right? And here's my issue with Zeke. And this is not to, you know, you know, he's a DC, he's a solid runner. I would say he's a he's a he's an above average runner of the football, but that's probably where I would put him at, right? Right. Here's my problem Absolutely. With Zeke. I
1: think he's a good running back. Yeah, he I is. really do.
0: But there was a run that Gurley made. This is a guy with the knee coming back, you know what I'm saying? Bruh. He made a run last night for the touchdown, his for his touchdown run, where he's going right, boom, plants it, cuts it back, bow, and he's outside and he gets to the house. Those are the type of runs that I keep trying to tell cowboy fans. and I say cowboy fan because they're one of these few it's about five or six fan bases of different sports teams that are super delusional. The Lakers are also one of those teams, but um, yep. the Cowboys uh, fan base thinks that like Zeke is this like you said some type of transcendent back and I don't believe he is I think he's a really good back I do agree that he's dispensable in my eyes um, this is the same NFL that five or six years ago the McShays of the world and all these the Kuypers of the world were telling me that you can get a solid running back in fourth round so you know, you know, there, 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 there you go with that and then we got to say with, with this line with this old line we got hell on Zeke's big games, if you look at those games, he doesn't get touched three, four yards, you know what I'm saying, down exactly. the field. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, look at what C.J. Anderson was doing last night. See, so you, that's why I said this game was, to me, kind of like the tale of three backs. So you got Zeke, who's this one style of back. But then you got Gurley and you got C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson is that old school, like I said, kind of that, that old school, big bruising back, but kind of is light on his feet and kind of make a motherfucker miss. But he's coming at you. He hits the hole hard. Then you got C.J. Anderson oh, – I'm sorry, you got uh, Gurley who he put his foot in the ground one time, cut, boom, he was gone. You know what I mean? And with Zeke, I just don't get that. You know what I'm saying? I get a guy who can right. hit the hole, and if it's there, he can – he can he's a guy that if a hole's there, he can get you a solid 12, 14, 15 yards if, if there's you know a hole You know who Zeke
1: there. reminds me of? Um, he reminds me of Mark Ingram. That's what when right. I when I watch Zeke. Just a I think real he's solid a little, just a solid back. Yeah, I think he's a little better than Mark Ingram. I think he has a little burst, but I've seen Zeke on a couple carries when that was just daylight and he could not make one guy miss. I've seen it multiple times. Like I'm out here, you know, the Cowboys game come on all the time, obviously, you know what I mean? You get to see it on the big screen. Um I I just watching this guy, he's not special. Like I believe that Alvin Kamara is a more special back. I mm. believe that Kareem Hunt is a more special talent. I really G. like Kareem. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Be careful. Be careful. Allegedly. I
0: said um, I really like Kareem as a back. Hey, whoa, as a back, I like Kareem. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Hey, I don't endorse. Hey, so listen. <laughs> hey, listen. Whoa, hey. This guy's, hey, this guy's under the hey, – he's, hey, he's under investigation right now. I don't endorse the kid. But what I'm saying is that when I watch Zeke with my own two eyes, I'm not seeing someone who's jumping off the screen. I'm seeing an incredible offensive line, right? I'm seeing a, a great setup for any good running back. And like right. I said, if it's not like before Zeke got to Dallas, they had seen a 1,000-yard rusher for a decade, right, right, right? right? Like you just had an 1,800-yard rusher, and y'all didn't even like him. They were like, hey, man, who cares? Zeke rushes for 1,600 yards, and they want to uh, crown him the next Emmett Smith. Right. So yeah, man. Listen, the actuality of Zeke is he is dispensable. They should ship him out before it's too late. You dig and, and, and draft a good running back in the second to fourth round to have a nice life.
0: That's let's do this. Me, so let's 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 get ready to move on. But let me say this: so the Rams are moving on. Yep. What do you think about the Rams? They're moving on. They got they're gonna have either the uh, either the Saints or the Eagles.
1: I thought the Rams going to the Super Bowl, bro.
0: Let's get it then. There uh, you go. Yeah, you know,
1: I just don't listen. The Saints aren't explosive enough for me. And I think what the Rams did, been playing that game they did against the Cowboys, now if you're, uh, say the Saints win tonight, or whoever wins, right, you got to prepare for this little CJ Anderson, yeah. uh, five yeah. girly wrinkle. Yeah. What if they don't even do that? They're like, hey, nah, not this game, CJ, right? And so now you're preparing for shit that might not happen. The Rams have legitimate weapons yeah. in Woods, and, and uh, I keep forgetting his brother's name, Cooks. Um, yeah, Cook, Brandon Cooks. God damn it. Brandon Cooks is an ex-Saints, right? So, you know, they got good storylines going there. So, yeah, I got the Rams going to the <laughs> Super Bowl. I'm just talk. not – well, yeah, you got to get your storyline. NFL love bro. them storylines, don't they? Bro, they really do. But I just don't <laughs> – I don't believe that the Saints have enough explosiveness personally. They may lose tonight. So, hey, let's watch this. All
0: right. So, let's get to the other game, man. Let's get to the other game that happened. Yeah over the weekend it wasn't <laughs> we're going to say we get to another game really wasn't entertaining if you want my people my honest opinion man it right. was uh and that was the, the uh coach chiefs coach chiefs. chiefs and if i mean listen now, a lot of people run around and said oh well patrick mahomes didn't throw for a touchdown pass he didn't need to um they were in right. full control of that game from the very beginning full
1: control it was similar 100.
0: it was similar to the to the night game you know what i mean except that they got off to a early uh, a a a quicker right. start with with, yep. with scoring sevens instead of threes and you know it, it, that game wasn't that game actually looked it was, it's Ironic enough, it looked like the damn Houston Texans game, you know what I'm saying? To where, like, you just looked up and you're like, okay, right. that shit is over already, you know what I mean? So, right. Um, now, the elements played a I don't want to say they played a role, um, but what do you think about that moving forward for the Chiefs? I don't know what the weather's looking like, you know what I'm saying, there. Right. Um. I mean, I, so they're looking at either getting, who, New England or who does New England play today? New England has uh, the Chargers. Um yep. So I mean, if New England comes in there and it's any kind of weather, that might actually help New England um, because then they, they tend that's to play they well. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah, they tend they to play well. Yeah, it don't matter what New England. If it, so if it's the Chargers, do. you know, if you're the Chargers, now you you would have to play in New England. I don't. I don't. I think the temperatures are pretty cold today in New England, and then you're gonna have to go yep. up to KC. Do you think the Chargers would have enough to you know to go into those two stadiums and win in those type of conditions?
1: Well, first of all, Patty Mahomes. Threw the football forty-one.
0: Times. That's you, you know that, that shit's crazy. God
1: <sighs> ah, Um. So the Chiefs ran the ball well with Williams. Shout out to uh D Williams. Um. He had five yards to carry. Right. Twenty-five. Both of those games were kept... very
0: similar yesterday, man. I promise you. Yes, those games were it super was similar.
1: Irrelely similar. Besides for this forty-one uh, passing attempts, but Andy Reid got to wear that.
0: Yeah. It, um, it really was no need for that. But go ahead. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah listen, Andy. You know, I hear you. Um, and listen, maybe you turn like the uh, passing game into a pseudo running game, how the Patriots do, right? Little five right. yard out slants, you know, right. crossing route. So maybe you know, cause listen, let me say this about that Chiefs team. That's a huge win. Now I know the Colts are a year ahead of schedule, right? People didn't think the Colts were going to be here at this point. Um. People didn't even have the Colts making the playoffs. They had them. I think I think NFL Power Rankings had them ranked 32nd at the beginning of this year. So the Colts are ahead of schedule. So shout out to the Colts, right? And Andrew Luck's help. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is still. I know they were underdogs, but this is a big win for the Chiefs psyche. There is something about the Chiefs once they get in the playoffs, and my boy Abraham will tell you this. He's a diehard Chiefs fan. Unfortunately, you did. Yeah, that's a cold world. and it's a cold world for a kid. He don't know better, so it's all good. But the reality is is that the Chiefs in the playoffs have this weird stigma about them. They get, it's, they get these uncharacteristic injuries in the playoffs. It's just weird. Like, nothing goes like it did in the regular season. Kind of like how we used to watch those Colts teams, right? Peyton Manning, you know, he averaging 40 yards or uh, 40 points a game. Right. They get to the playoffs, you know, they got it's 17 to 5. you look at them, I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on? Right? Like, what happened? Right, right. So the Chiefs stayed the course. Um, Patrick Mahomes looked as confident as ever. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Patty Mahomes and how confident this brother looked. I guess when you're throwing the ball in college 50 times a game, right? Right. And then you come to the NFL and they let you throw the ball 35, 40 times a game. It's another day for him. It's just another day at the office. So I really wanted to see how confident he looked. The Chiefs defense, you got to give them a little bit of pro- credit, right? Because – that was the storyline coming into the game, that the Chiefs' defense is going to be their Achilles heel. And they held the, uh, they held the coach to 13 points. I cannot be mad at that, right? Now, people would say, ah, oh, well, you know, the offense did this and that. Listen, I hear you. But the reality is, is that the Chiefs are going to score 28 to 35 points a game. If their defense can continue this type of play, in the, in the postseason, which only, see everything starts over the postseason, right? So this is all that matters for this defense going forward. Is what they know is that they pretty much neutralized Andrew Luck and the Colts, right? The same right. Colts team that went into Texas and, and put bu- points on the board. Let me say, hold, hold on, let say. me,
0: let me, let me say because yeah. I, I, am gonna say what you're gonna say. You can't <laughs> say. I am gonna say that <laughs> because I think that was a bit overblown and and. and uh, I, I, you know this, I said it on the show last week, I actually have right. the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, right? Right, um, right, right. I'm actually less confident in that pick today than I was last week. Um, really? Yeah, and on, on the only reason huh. because, because I think this that type of game, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was really the Chiefs or – it cause I wasn't, was about the coach. Coach. Yeah, I, I wasn't worried about the Colts. Yeah, I wasn't worried about the Colts coming into the game, and it, it 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 everything came so easy that I was like, I don't know if that's good or not. Now I didn't want them to be in necessarily quote unquote dogfight. Yeah, i about to say everything. That, everything in that <laughs> they game beat them thirty-one thirteen. That's like, everything in that game came point. super easy, and I don't think the I don't <laughs> think the Chiefs I don't think the Chiefs defense is that good. Um. And so I'm sitting back now, and I'm like, I wonder if now a week of all this, oh, the defense showed up and the defense was played good. If that's going to – listen, slow down. Let's – let's – let's you know, if you're the Chiefs, let's – everybody relax. You know what I'm saying? Your defense – I don't think their defense has, quote, unquote, arrived or showed up. I agree with you that this is the postseason now, so whatever happened previously, yeah, you know, let's – you know, you're not going to play all those other teams that you played before, right? Wow. So matchups are going to – matchups are going to matter, Um. But, you know, I just want everybody because I said, you know, I didn't know Abraham was a Chiefs fan. So, you know, listen, Abraham. But listen, I'll
1: I, I, let's talk real talk. Right go quick, ahead. Because the Patriots defense is in the same boat, by the way. Right. Like the Patriots defense isn't killing anything either. So let me ask you this, because mm-hmm. I feel like you would have came up with the same narrative. Let's say the Chiefs were in a dogfight and they won thirty five thirty one. How would you feel about their defense?
0: I would have had the same exact exact feeling. That game shouldn't have been. That's what I'm saying. That game, I don't think that game should have been. I think I felt, my thing about it being a blowout the way it was is that everybody took the blowout. Had they they blown them out and Patrick Mahomes thrown six touchdowns? then I think the narrative would have been different. The narrative would have been on, look at this Chiefs offense. But right now, I feel right, like a I lot agree. of people are going the opposite way and saying, man, that defense was really good. Right, and, it's like, right, and I'm like, okay, it was solid. The
1: Colts ain't a litmus test. Right, for you a great that's defense. my thing. I agree. I,
0: I think, but, and I think the only reason that narrative exists is because Patrick Mahomes didn't he, – hell, he didn't throw one touchdown pass. I think had he right. thrown a couple of touchdown passes – the narrative would have been on. And let me say this. Real, and yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna let you run. Let me say this. His ability to his ability to to throw the ball at different angles. I've always said this. If I incredible. was if, if if I was a, a a scout or a coach or someone who was picking talent, I would all. If I had a tiebreaker between between quarterbacks, I would always pick a guy who has a baseball background. This was the reason that I liked James Winston. Um, it is was because it's the same baby. same thing. It's just, same thing the with uh, same reason why I like Russell Wilson. Um, uh, sorry, I, I, no kiss the baby on that. one. All right, cool. Uh, same reason I like <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Shout <laughs> out to Marshawn <laughs> Lynch. Same Shout out I, Lynch. <laughs> Same reason I like Russell Wilson is because those baseball guys they they have two things right. One, they know how to throw the ball. For they, have to, they have to release it from all types of different angles on the run and if they pitchers, whatever. And then the second thing right. is they understand how to either put something on a throw or take just enough off to make the proper throw. So, And know, they're confident. They I are. I think that that's they, thing they, that
1: really are. gets missed on these baseballs, yeah. like yeah. a lot. Not all of them. Not all, not all, at all. <laughs> but for real, like the good ones are very confident players. Uh, so, yeah. They're willing well, ahead, to take though. the risk, too, right? Like Patrick Mahomes believes yeah, he, can throw he can throw at any floor. angle. Yeah, I but agree. No, here's what I'm saying, though. I do believe that psychologically that was an incredible game for the Chiefs' defense and their confidence, although, like you said, some of us probably smokescreen an illusion because the Colts haven't really arrived yet. But at the same time, with your defense and you, you, you know, because the Colts scored uh, a touchdown, I think, in like the third or fourth quarter. They only scored one time, touchdown. They only got these right. on one, right? So if you're the Chiefs, you do got to take some good away from that because you've been so trash throughout the regular season. You just got to take your victories where you can get them. But, hey, look, I'm with you. I don't believe that now they're shut down D. Right. But, but I believe that that's a great game, though, for them mentally, right, going forward. Right. And, listen, Shada, I, I really like Andy Reid, bro. I really do. Um, unfortunately, you know, Kareem Hunt did what he did. I would have the Chiefs get into the Super Bowl had they have Kareem Hunt because then I'd know for a fact they'd be able to run a more balanced attack. Now, last night, the running back had an incredible game. I don't know this kid, right? He could (laughs) have just had one game. You know what I'm saying? I don't know this kid, so I'm not going to – I can't speak to his talent, right? You know, so he has to prove to me every game that he's going to be able to be that consistent, you dig? Um, But, yeah, man, listen the chiefs are they're, they're doing um things this year differently I like the way the look the optics of the Chiefs showed me that going forward that they have a real future because they have a real franchise quarterback you dig um uh, but yeah man
0: yeah, man. Let's uh so let's do this because I'm running out of time, man. Let's let's let yeah. let's do this. Let's let's get to the two uh today's games. Let's talk it. Let's talk it. Who you got today, man? What what game is first? Is that New England game first up? Who's first up? I don't know who's first. Yeah,
1: New England's first up. Okay. New England against the Chargers, man. Bro, must win. I be I keep telling folks that's a must win for Phillip Rivers, and so I gotta go i I I'm going with the Chargers. I'm going to
0: 28 21 charges 28 21 charges so that means that you got Philip Rivers going in the nah, box hold, on, world. hold on hold
1: on hold on hold on, hold on hold on, hold, on. <laughs> hold on hold on I got I'm going no I'm going 21 23 charges I'm tripping on my score 21, well, 21, so, 21 23 so twenty-one, 23 21 23, <laughs> 21, 23. I'm gonna whoa hey. I think that Hey I, look, this is wishful thinking by the way. I hope yeah. the Chargers win,
0: bro. Oh okay, so you so you <laughs> yeah. He gave I, me a hold hope, on, so you giving me a wishful thinking pick.
1: Wishful thinking, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He gave yeah. me a
0: wishful thinking pick. I hope and wish that this happens. All right.
1: Well, look, um, hey, look, you got to ask yourself when's the last time when's the last time Philip Rivers won a big football game? You did think about that?
0: I'm I'm with – well, and that's a part where I, where I was getting ready to ask you. I was going to say, so you got right. Phillip Rivers, who doesn't have that history, going no, into Foxborough, winning 21-23, to 23, a close game? That, you yeah. Know. Listen, well, basically listen. you're asking – you're calling Wishful for the thinking. end of <laughs> – <you're,
1: yeah. laughs> Wishful thinking. Yeah. Let me know.
0: say this, man. 21-23. Um, I, I haven't liked the way that New England's looked all year, and I say that um, – based on their history historically speaking about new england teams right so i don't think that 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 this is and the pats would tell you this isn't one of their better teams right um so i'm gonna take i am going to take the Chargers, and but the only reason i'm taking the Chargers has less to do with philip rivers although i do agree this is a game that he needs to win for his legacy it's a must win this Um, is a legacy game but let me say this i think as the season went on, I think Tom Brady started to become, however old he is, I think he started to yeah, become that age forty-one. I think. Yeah, and, 41. and you know, you know what happens? Well, he should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. What happens is you just wake up one morning and it's twenty-five degrees in New England and it's January, and you're like, "Damn, man!" You know, right. All of a sudden, it's cold. See, when you're twenty-five years old, it's not cold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like not really cold. It's, it's nice outside. Yeah, it's not cold. When you get 40-something years old, all of a sudden it's like, damn, you know, it's it's cold out here. You know what I mean? Um, right. So, we'll see how he looks, man. Um, uh, I was watching uh, the pre-games earlier today, pre-game shows earlier today, and they were saying that it's cold, but it's not windy, which is a mm-hmm. good thing for Phillip Rivers. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, yeah, real talk. Uh, um, you need so, some good weather. Yeah, you yeah. need it. <laughs> Uh, you need all the help you can get over the year, but over it is Foxborough. So we've seen over the years a lot of interesting, I'll put it like that. A lot of interesting things have happened in Foxborough over the but years. A lot of
1: camera, a lot of you know, a lot of recordings have gone <laughs> on. You know, a lot
0: of footballs
1: changed size. Hey, man, interesting it can be a weird things, place. Man. You'll be a weird place,
0: yeah. But I'll take you the did? charges as well. Um, I think if the charges win, I don't know if they can win a close game. So I, so because of that, I'm gonna take them 31 to 20. <clears throat> I'll take them 31 20. to 20 just because i don't think they can win a, i don't think they can, they can win i don't i don't believe you think
1: they have to win decisively like oh, if, if oh. it gets close if it gets close you think Phillip Rivers ain't got it?
0: well you just told me 21 23 was wishful thinking and that's a class. yeah wishful thinking <laughs> you know what cuz i'm with you i
1: wishful thinking I, man
0: i think that the chargers have a team to win i think they're capable of winning i think that if there was ever a patriots team that that that's primed to lose a home playoff game it's this team you know what i'm saying um, right I just don't know if I have the confidence. Well, I know I don't have the confidence in Phillip Rivers going in there and doing it in a close game. Now, if he does it, hey, I'll come back next week and, you know what I'm saying, tell, hey, you know, good job. You know what I mean? But we'll see. <laughs> well, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Gary? We'll see. We'll see. But let's keep rocking, though, man. Let's keep, uh, yeah, let's keep we rocking. Yeah, then you got, got
1: these things, these Eagles, man?
0: Um, you know what, man? Uh, Last week. I, I, I believe my, my pick was the Saints to go to the Super Bowl. So I got to ride with them. Although the Eagles all of a sudden, now you know, they're just one of those fucking teams, man. Now, they're, they're becoming one of these what I call nine lives teams, right? Because they should have lost to the Bears, right? Go ask Tom Brady. I keep telling everybody, go ask Tom Brady about field goal kickers, right? They tend to rewrite history. Um... Because who knows what happens if that guy makes that field goal. Maybe the Bears go on a run now, you know what I mean, throughout the playoffs. But he missed bro, it. Bro, this
1: brother missed a – that's crazy. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, he missed that's it. That's how it happened. So bro.
0: it is what it yeah. is. He missed it. That's how it happened. And so now the narrative is that, oh, my God, look at these Eagles. They just can find a way to win. Right. <laughs> Nick Foles magic. Yeah. Know. You know, that, that's know. what happens. So – they, but they tend, to to me, they're one of these nine lives thing that you're going to have to actually kill. You're going to have to drown these motherfuckers and kill them if you want them there. Whoa, you, know ah, you
1: know what I'm saying? Whoa, Late boy, Mac. Figuratively. Trying to get them up out of there. Figuratively of speaking. We're right.
0: speaking figuratively. Hey, I, not I, literally, right? I don't, I don't want don't no care. violence. Just make it still. I don't want regret. no violence. But that, that's going to have to happen, though. That's going to have to happen, though. That you That the Saints are going to have to come out there basically and break their will. Kind of like in that Cowboys game. Listen. After a couple of those runs, you started seeing. You start. They started showing shots shots to the sideline, and defensively, they just. You could tell, like they they were looking, like yo, we ain't got the answers, sway. You know what I mean? We can't stop them. They they got they got uh, wide receivers running around the corner. We don't know what's going on. So I think they're gonna have right. to at some point break their break their spirit. Which, at this point, behind Foles, they haven't showed um, any signs of, of of being broken. But what say you? what oh, are getting their
1: ass toe up today that's what i that's there what you so like to hear they're listen, they're going into the most hostile uh environment in the playoffs in my opinion, and that that that, that dome's gonna be rocking bro um drew Brees, you know he's getting up there too people yes, ain't really been talking about him it's, you know he ain't been looking so swell either in these games as the it season did. went on
0: yeah, as the season went on
1: exactly yeah. so you know with a hey, with that being said, um. Yeah, man. Uh, I I got the Saints. It's that simple to me, bro. There I, they're, I don't want to say that, quote-unquote, because I think it's an even matchup, but I think at the end of the day, it's head coach versus it's head coach, versus head coach, and then it's quarterback versus quarterback. And I'll take that tandem in New Orleans. I mean, listen, m- much like Philip Rivers, Roy Mack, um, Drew Brees can't lose this football game. Period. Like, you know, this is a legacy game. Now, listen, I'm yeah. say not saying not getting in a hall. I'm about, right, right, no, right, right. He's right. in a hall. But still, you know how we start separating folks. Yeah. You can't lose this football games to a backup quarterback. I'm sorry. I, I Not at home. Not with the, the best running defense. No, 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 no. So, no. <laughs> no you got to win no, this football. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Hell no. You got to win this football game, bro. It's, <laughs> hey, look, it's certain times in sports, bro. Well, you just got to throw out all, like, the X's and O's and shit? Like we talk about with the Warriors. I don't give a damn what's going on. You got to win the goddamn championship. I right. don't care how you do it. I don't care who's starting. I don't care if Boogie Cousins, you know, got half an ankle. Y'all got to win the championship, fam. You did do? right. You don't, don't get to like it. I'm that not going to break thing. down no X's and O's about the Warriors and who needs to come off the bench and, and play Thompson shooting slump. I want to hear that shit. Just win. I want to hear nothing. <laughs> so, New Orleans... New, the, listen the Saints right and Drew and Drew Brees you better
0: win and Philip Rivers and the Chargers you better
1: win. That, that, you know what's
0: funny it. is that you know I'm thinking about right now the irony of those two quarterbacks right because they're they're but b- because of the situation in San Diego uh well let's just say the Chargers their careers have just always been kind of intertwined. Um, right. You know what I mean? Um, and so fitting that you know at at this point in their career they are both in. I would I would agree with you both in these must win uh, legacy games. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, I would say the the tougher road there is um, is uh, uh, for the Chargers just because they're going into Foxborough. So I would say they have right. the tougher the tougher road. But that much much tougher task. Yeah. No we'll see what's popping, man. But let's let's keep it pushing, man, because uh, we we yeah, we, we running short. We running short. <laughs> Talk Let's get to, to the fight game, dog. Yep, Let's man. get to the fight hey, game, hey,
1: man. Hey, is A-B, is AB out of jail?
0: Uh, I know. I know you see
1: it. Hey, I know if he was going to make that fight. You know? <laughs> now, listen, you already know why I went with this. I told you your boy AB, he's just more interested in being an entertainer at this point in his life. And at this point in his life, it's been like the last, what, three to five years, right? right AB. Right. Like, yeah, AB. <laughs> hey, well, golly. The thing, A.B. A, got it all wrong because A.B. pulled the... <laughs> I got the entertainment side of this shit on lock, right? The problem is, well, like, you're a fighter? I need you to have the fighting side of this shit on lock. <laughs> you know? Like, A.B. is basically the opposite of Errol Spence. Errol Spence doesn't have the entertainment side of this shit yet. And he, he'll never have it. That's not his personality. Yeah, that's not, but yeah, he got yeah. the boxing shit. He got that shit down, Pat. Now, A.B., used to have the boxing shit down. Now, at this point, he just wants to live off natural talent. And that shit only gets you so far. And we sound like a bunch of old niggas saying that. And young niggas is looking at us right now like, oh, man, I mean, how was old niggas, dawg? Oh, hey, all right. Yeah, let look me look at A.B. Let me say this about it, AB. about about
0: about about A.B. Because if you don't hey, know. hold
1: on, real, real yeah, quick, yeah. real quick. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm going to let you, you finish. Did. You did. You meant to do it. Hey, Go I want. Hey, want not mean to cut you off. I'm going to let you finish. I got Pacquiao. Uh, unanimous decision. So, but go ahead. I'm let gonna keep it this. real
0: simple. This ain't rocket science. Let me say this about 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 Broner. Um, I think this is the first time at welterweight um, that he's fighting a guy, quote unquote, his size. Meaning, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Th- those other guys. Well, let me say this: Mikey Garcia is, is just a taller guy. He, he's probably more or less A B size because he was moving up in weight. But right. I think now Pacquiao is a guy again. I was telling people the whole time before Pacquiao fought Floyd that wait till y'all see Pacquiao standing next to Floyd. Then y'all going to be like, oh, look how much bigger Floyd is. I, I'm like, bro, this guy's Pacquiao's not that hey, big of a guy.
1: Hey, oh. they was acting like uh, Pacquiao was Ivan Drago before yeah. they fought. Look right? yeah, at yeah. like, dog. Yeah, this guy,
0: he's smaller than Floyd. You know what I mean? Just naturally. Much now,
1: smaller. Yeah. This
0: is a fight... Uh, Listen, we ended the the football portion talking about legacy. This is definitely a fight that's going to be a legacy fight for for Broner. If he wants to, Broner has three losses. The Marcos Maidana, the first loss was, you know, it was what it was. I, I we could I consider and tell you he came in unprepared. Listen, bottom right. line is he got his ass to him. Ain't got I nothing still, to do with me. I would love to come back and do a stream at some point for the people and let them know why I still believe that Adrian Broner fight is his best fight. The fight against Maidana that was his best fight I've ever seen, and he lost and I thought that was the best I've seen him fight. That and in he that got fight, his ass. T- in that fight, <clears throat> I said, you know what? Adrian Broner can actually fight his ass off. That was the first time I said he can fight his ass off was after we was in a loss, ironically enough. Now, his other two losses.
1: That's uh, cold. His other
0: two losses, Mikey Garcia, a guy who I keep telling people that for about the last year and a half to two years, I have top five pound for pound. So, to me, there was no shame <clears throat> in losing to that to me, although he you know, could have done more. The, the other loss... Again, he, he fought a guy in Sean Porter, who me and you always talk about. Is just a super awkward guy to fight, right? Not making any excuses. Just is what it is with those guys. He is very you know awkward. I mean? awkward I've got to fight. Although yeah. we saw Kill Brooke put him on the end of that jab and control him like a dog on the leash. No disrespect God, at all man. for twelve Masterful. rounds, right?
1: Masterpiece. Um, so it is what it Masterpiece. is. Masterpiece.
0: Let me get to my prediction. I'm going to take AB yep. in this fight. Why? Um, I think. A B is For at a point, what I think A B is at a point in his career to where this you talk about a quote unquote this is it a all or nothing type moment. Who else does he if let me ask you this if he loses this fight, who do you want to see A B get in the ring against?
1: Um <laughs> No, I'm just saying like I I don't want to see AB getting the ring at all, though. Right? But, it, so I'm, but I'm telling you, if, if, I don't want to see a fight. If you see Adrian Broner, if Adrian Broner self, goes
0: in here and knocks out Manny Pacquiao, that the market on, for man. Adrian Broner. Hold on, you just gave me a wishful thinking pick twenty one twenty three.
1: <laughs> hold on, sure. who did you have? Okay, who did you
0: have winning that Patriots game? I got so the charges. That, you all right there? But I, I didn't listen. tell you wishful thinking, though. <laughs> I told you I got the charges, and I got them. Well, that's
1: because I believe that I don't listen. You're going to get the most clutch guy of all time, and Tom Brady, as far as the quarterback position. Pacquiao's a
0: eight a uh, eight division champion. He's a what? Eight division champion.
1: Yeah, what are you talking about? I got Pacquiao winning. Like, I know you you're making I, my I argument. Un- no, no, no. I
0: understand <laughs> what you're saying, and that's why I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to give you the reason why I think Broner's going to win the fight. <laughs> Because again, to, so so go make what I'm saying, Broner. If he loses this fight, he's out of there. It's no more Broner business. It's no more talking. He's done. I've actually. I think you're it.
1: wrong. Who did think
0: you're wrong? So now he's going to be re, he's going to be relegated to. I mean, listen. <laughs> when when I say that, I'm saying that from the perspective of is he still going to fight? If he wants to fight, most definitely, yeah, he's still going to fight. He's still going. I believe he's still on a contract for like X amount of more fights. So yeah, he'll still be in the ring. But right. that whole listen, Adrian Broner, quiet as is kept is probably the second most watched fighter right now behind Canelo.
1: That's what I'm saying. So I don't think he's going to be done. I think he's just going to keep taking L's, right? Right Broner. Like you can keep that up. You know, keep taking L's. Hey, Conor McGregor's doing just fine. No well, one cares if he's there's, the
0: there's an element in there that we can well, talk yeah, about yeah, at a yeah, later yeah. time yeah. as to why, yeah, as yeah. To why yeah. people yeah. care about I that. I'll
1: tell, you, I'll tell you right now why the hell <laughs> they don't
0: care that taking
1: L's. But I digress. But no, what, listen. I think you got wishful thinking going because in your mind, you're saying if he doesn't win, then his career is essentially, uh, it's over, right? That's basically what I think you're saying. And what I'm telling you is that win or lose, Major Lebron is never going to be able to recapture that old magic again. And it's over.
0: But that's what Pacquiao was trying to do, though. Pacquiao, I think both of them, that's why I think this is an Mm -hmm. intriguing fight. I think both of them are trying to recapture something. I think this is the perfect fight to make. Um, no, I think it's just an incredible fight Yeah, this to is a perfect fight to make. I, I think both listen, of them are trying to recapture something.
1: Roy Mack, why do you think, explain to the people why you think Adrian Broner coming off an arrest, always having an <laughs> Hold a, on, first um,
0: of all, I'm not going like, to allow Adrian, because I feel like you're slandering the man for no reason now. You listen, keep bringing listen, up this listen, arrest. Listen, you brought listen. it up several I, times. I, I he did just get arrested. But, him, but hold on, he didn't yeah, just get I arrested. He's coming up and he's getting arrested. He didn't get arrested. He didn't get arrested. He has two court dates is what he has. He has two court dates. No, he got arrested. No, it was for a prior arrest, but he has two court dates.
1: No, he, listen, he got arrested because this brother
0: failed to make those court dates. Because he had two, because that's what I'm telling you, because he had two court dates. You can only be in one place. You can't go to (laughs) (laughs) to both.
1: What do you mean you can't go to (laughs) both? First of all, they were in two different states. When you get, hey, so now it's our fault. He got issues in two different states. Listen, I see it's anybody's fault. It's his
0: fault. I'm just saying, you can't, you, can't you, you literally can't go to both court dates.
1: Hey, well, now you got a headache.
0: That's so all I'm saying listen, is
1: that literally he can't. No, send your twin brother over there. Listen, it's <laughs> the reality. You dig? Here's the hey, reality. and meanwhile, and,
0: and meanwhile uh, uh, Pacquiao is running around with Michael Blackston, but go ahead. Hey,
1: boy, shout out to Michael Blackston. I am. You know. I don't even know how that – I saw them together, and I just, like, kept it moving. Exactly. I, was like,
0: I don't know what's going on here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mean,
1: hey, hey, Pacquiao was training. Michael Blackson was in his space, but I digress.
0: Listen. Man, they was all at dinner eating eyeballs, all types of weird stuff. But go ahead. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> um. <laughs> listen, hey,
1: listen, bro. Uh. I just don't see it. I don't think um, Adrian, has, he's not going to be in shape for this fight as usual. Manny Pacquiao looks to be in tip top shape, uh, you know, at this point in his career. And I don't, I think this is going to be a dominant performance by Manny. I think Adrian's going to be a lot more confident. I will say that because, you know, I think naturally he's bigger than Manny, right? So he's going to feel like, oh, I'm bigger than this dude. Right. But, but if you remember, I had Adrian Brona losing that Della Punce fight a while back. You remember that?
0: I thought Adrian won, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Exactly. Of course you would, because you're you're an Adrian Broner and you're a mellow apologist. And listen, it's a cold world. Listen, Adrian Broner's losing, bro. I don't know why you still like have faith in this guy I don't get. Well, it? Listen, listen,
0: here's what I'm saying from Adrian Broner's standpoint, and this is why I say. And again, if I go further into my theory, I also told you previously uh, that I think that there may be some cooking of the books involved in this. So pay if this do if this does go the distance, I would. I would tell everybody to pay attention to the scoring um as well. Um right. because listen, Pacquiao, for as good as he is, for whatever reasons everybody want to talk about, he has been on the end of <clears> some <throat> rather controversial decisions. Go see Tim Bradley yep. and then go see he, he uh won Jeff, that fight. And yep. then go yep. see Jeff Horn, right? So he's right. been on the end of some uh, of some scorecards where you said, "Hold on, what? They gave it to Tim Bradley? Hold on, what? They gave it to Jeff Horn?" So right. I'm just saying, pay attention. That's all I'm saying. Pay attention to those scorecards at the end of the fight, right? Um and for for Broner, I think this is Broner's last con job. This is it. This is the last con job, bro. You come out here and you get beat up against Pacquiao. Listen, one thing we know about Pacquiao, if he gets it, historically, if he gets somebody hurt or in trouble, he's coming. Pause. He's coming at you. You dig? Right. Right. Um yep. and so I've told you this a lot, and I think you were saying that recently, shout-out to the homie Dante's Boxing Nation picked up on it. The one thing that, that Adrian Broner is scared of more than losing is getting knocked out. Yep. And it is, bro. I've seen him in multiple fights going to this shell where if he feels like he's like, oh, you know, I can probably do something, but in order for me to do it, I got to, you know, risk it. I'm not willing to do that, so I'll just sit here and lose. Like, literally, it outside of the Madonna fight, the other two fights – he just lost. I don't, think, I don't think anybody walked away like, oh, Adrian got beat up. He didn't get beat up. He just fucking lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just didn't do nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I think Pacquiao's the guy, though, that, like, if you, quote, unquote, aren't doing anything, you can get hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what kind of pop he still has left at this age, but you can get hurt with him like that, historically speaking, right? Um, so right. we'll see, man. I, I'm taking A, B. Um, I, again, I think the books may be cooked. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if he wins a, a a close decision, or you know what? Let me say this: I wouldn't be surprised if Broner stops him. Real talk.
1: Dang boy, wishful thinking.
0: <laughs> Wish we both thinking. got wishes on today's show, there, man. I wouldn't Bro, be surprised if Broner if, if Broner stops him. I'm telling you, it's something about this fight that I'm saying I, I don't I, I don't think this 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 goes Pacquiao's way. I don't. I don't. But let's go to this, though, man. Um, Recently, it came out um, like literally the other day um, that we are now gearing up for a trilogy in boxing between Triple G, Gennady Golovkin and the big homie Canelo! Who you got, my dude? First of all, do you want to see a trilogy? No, I
1: don't. Um, Because I'm going to tell you what I saw that last fight. I saw Canelo moving forward, but I still saw two guys who, as you just alluded to about Adrian Broner, were not willing to really risk anything. Yep. And I Nobody wanted like to get that, knocked out, bro. No, bro, did nobody want to really risk anything. And so for me to want to see a trilogy, I, I, I want to see fireworks. I don't want to see two guys, quote, unquote, just fighting their fight. No one took a chance that last fight. They were both, to me, looking to to the scorecards, right they were out they were trying to outpoint one another you don't think canelo
0: was i thought canelo was super aggressive that second fight bro i thought yeah i agree i thought canelo walk was was walking i thought canelo got the criticism from the first fight and said you know what they said i was i was boxing i was moving Fuck it i'm 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 gonna walk straight toward him i thought he walked toward him now i think that surprised triple g and it wasn't until maybe seventh eighth round And to where Triple G started, you know, saying, damn, I think I'm losing. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Let let me get my shit going. Right. I think the onus in this fight is gonna be on Triple G to now bring the fight. I do, because I think Triple G has more of a sense of urgency, I would say. Because although his fans or he can think that he won both fights, he did whatever. All i can go by is what the records say that's what floyd mayweather told me dog what the records say the records say they had a draw and canelo won that's what the record books say i don't know about all that other stuff i can just tell you what the books say and so if you're golovkin again you know he was supposed to be the boogeyman he's this bad mf are you Mm -hmm. gonna go in there and like you just alluded to are you gonna go in there and quote unquote lay it all on the line let your hands go Either I'm going to get him out of there or he's going to get me out of there. I, that's what I really would like. This is a fight that is kind of tailor-made for that real talk. If they de- if right. they decide to fight like that. Now, Canelo, you know, he got a $300 million deal. <clears throat> maybe he doesn't want to take that type of chance. Although I, I, I believe that money is guaranteed no matter what. But maybe he doesn't want to take that chance with his, you know, because now people are worried about Brandon and all that kind of weirdo stuff. Um, so I don't know. I'm with you, though. I I. I, I uh, I don't disagree with you so you're saying right. you don't even want to see the you don't you don't think you want to see the fight
1: i honestly don't i don't think either fight is gonna see the reason I'm saying I don't want to see that fight because there are so many other fights to be made right 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 right, um, you right know the, right. you know there there's a charlos and a and a bevy of other guys that I'd love to see both of these guys fight right daniel jacobs I'd love to see that that fight versus uh, Canelo. i'd love to see Charlo get a shot at Triple G, and you know, and and just keep it pushing. I hate when – and this is boxing, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't something new. Boxing pigeonholes us with these trilogies because the fight's, quote-unquote, easier to make. No, it's a money grab, right? They know the money's going to be there. I'm not mad at them, but me as a fan, I want to see other people compete. I want to see – um, you know, different styles, right, go against these guys, these these top names in boxing. I want to see Triple G earn his nickname because at this point, who is Triple G beating to you, Roy? Uh, and I'm not talking about like a close decision fight like a Daniel Jacobs or something like that. Um, I'm, who is he beating to you that you're like, damn, he beat the hell out of such and such? Like, you know, he's that dude. Me personally, I haven't seen it. Oh,
0: right. The only name I could give you would be Daniel Jacobs. That would be it. That's the only right. good name to me on his record.
1: Right. You thought Daniel Jacobs actually won. I him. thought
0: Daniel Jacobs did enough to win the you fight. You see what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> so, so look, I, I I like Triple G, you know, you know squads as a kept. I actually like him. I think he, he's a very aggressive fighter, straightforward fighter for the most part. But I just need to see him earn his strikes. Like I, I watched Roy Jones Jr. earn his strikes. And and they they ranked Triple G above Roy Jones all time. Yeah, like, it's,
0: it's just dark you know, shit. Like, stop, man. For me, Triple you know G, G what took what a man? big hit stop. when he decided that he wasn't gonna do a catch weight or move up to fight. To um, fight Andre Ward. Andre yeah. Ward. But That's all you
1: needed to know at But that point. he was willing but to he wanted to fight Kell con- Brook.
0: But he was willing to like fight Kell Brook and fight the the Canelos of the world. Okay. Alright. Right. Alright. <laughs> right. So you'll fight those guys moving up, but you won't, but you won't move, move up to fight a guy or do a catchweight. Okay. That makes sense. You feel me? <laughs> that makes sense. And shout out to Ward. Salute to him because Ward said, all right, he ain't gonna move up. Let watch this. I'll move up and I'll go fight the other boogeyman. The boogeyman. So shout That's out crazy. to Ward, dog.
1: And to me, that solidified Ward's legacy, right? Yes, it did. Listen, I agree. You got to take risks, man, is the point. And these guys aren't taking any risk at this point, which is fine for them. But, like, for me, it's like, okay, well. But it know, looks no like we all
0: going to see it, though. Again, on Cinco de Mayo, that's what it's leaning toward. If yeah, and when that's they do fight, who
1: do, who do you Shout like? Shout out to Floyd, by the way. Shout out to Floyd. Floyd did I make got Canelo. Day, I, okay. I think the judges, I think this is Canelo's time in boxing. So the judges and the fan base are gonna be leaning towards Canelo, which mm-hmm. puts a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. Triple G to fight a different fight. Exactly. And I don't think and I don't think Triple G has it in his toolkit to fight a different fight. So I think he's gonna take that L. Yeah. I think But let me say this, yeah, in yeah. order for this to be an excellent fight, this gotta be a knockdown drag out fight or, I or agree. somebody needs to go. I, agree. Like, I don't wanna watch them do the same shit they did these last two fights.
0: I agree. I agree. I think that, see, because now what we'll, what we're going to is, we're going to go to a trilogy in which there have been no knockdowns, right? Um, you know what I mean? Like and One of the worst trilogies of
1: all yeah, time. Yeah, I keep telling people, I'm like, okay, yeah,
0: well, uh, you know, uh, okay, these guys are real good, but no one's been like, historically in boxing, when you have rematches or trilogies, those have been fights in which a guy got dropped at least once. Maybe somebody got even knocked out. Maybe somebody got TKO'd. You know what I'm saying? Something has happened. You know what I'm saying? To like, you know, in this you got two guys who have you know, the first fight, okay, let's just let's just give it I'm willing to concede and give it to the critics. Let's say Triple G won the first fight. Well, he won it, it was still close, right? It was it was still a close fight, right. but let's say he won it. The second fight, Canelo won that one. Uh it was still a close fight, you know what I mean? And, and and now we're gonna have a third one. Listen, am I gonna watch it? Yes, I would watch it. I still like the fight, although I think your points are are, are, are well taken and I don't disagree with your points that um, there could be other fights made that would be super interesting for me. Here's the thing: right. I think I think Golovkin. How old is he now? I think he's getting to that age to where he kind of got to get his money and 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 start getting the extra strategy um, because yeah, bro. he's been able to pull the he's thirty six. Yeah, he's been able to pull the wool over people's eyes, like because when you pointed out who the hell has he really fought and beat. Well, yep. Daniel Jacobs, that's it, bro, <laughs> if we're being honest. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I can't give you that Kel Brook thing because so Kel, Kel Brook jumped two weight classes to fight Yeah, him, I can't so give you the Kel, you Kel sorry. Brook, thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, yeah. And listen, you know, guys like Gabe Rosado. Hey, that's like it's like Errol
1: Spence beating Loma right Yeah. Stop. You know yeah, I mean? wouldn't give him no props. Don't try to tell me you giving him props right. to beating Kel Brook.
0: And now, with that being said, you can only beat who like he he has beaten the guys he fought. But there were yep. other guys that I'm looking around like, oh, you could have made that fight. You didn't. You could have made this fight. You didn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, so <laughs> yeah. nobody said, uh, right. you know what I mean? I, I know Hurd is interested in moving up to 160. You know what I'm saying? He could easily do that. Like you, you mentioned, Charlo, Daniel Jacobs. It's other top guys out there um, that, you know, we'll see what happens, man. I agree with you in terms of who I think will win. I would go Canelo. Um, I just think Canelo's the younger guy. He, he's been in there now twice with Triple G. I think the first fight I saw him a little bit, I don't want to say hesitant, but I th- sometimes when you when you go in there, and I said this to you uh, when Daniel Jacobs fought Canelo. I'm sorry, when Daniel Jacobs fought Triple G, that yep. you could almost see him tense, tensing up because like, they had told him he was the boogeyman. And when he got dropped, the same way Ward got dropped versus Kovalev, I thought both of those yep. guys got <clears> dropped because <throat> neither one of them were hurt. I think both of them yeah, got w- dropped. Ward was nervous
1: in that fight. Exactly. Episode, right? That's why they got and, dropped.
0: Because they got hit with yep. like, oh, shit, yeah, he, he, he hit me clean. Oh, And then they were like, hold on, I took that shit. I'm good. Okay, let's fight. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's fight now. You know what I mean? Right. And so I think Canelo, without getting dropped, was able to get in there, get hit with some shots, and be like, okay, I can actually take that shit. Okay, I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could
1: tell he was far more confident the second time The second time fight around. he was. No. He
0: was. And you could yeah. see a bit of that invincibility where Triple G was stripped away for the second fight um yep. so we'll see man we'll see that boogie
1: man uh, shit because the difference is like a guy like and i know you know we're uh, i'm not trying to compare the two but the difference is a real boogie man like tyson he was actually getting motherfuckers out of there out it of wasn't that. like oh shit i can take his punches i'm good like nah. no nope. because even in the buster douglas fight he knocked buster douglas down you know what right. i'm saying so you know and, and yeah. he probably knocked him out technically right if you, On you look some, at the uh, count cap- if you look at the wilder cap- you know yeah, the Wilder Fury fight, right? Yeah. Something similar. So you know, and I'm hearing sure. that
0: that fight is getting ready to. I guess they're looking at another venue in the U.S. Uh, I don't know if it's going right. to be the same place, but it's going to be. Hey, in shout the US out again. to
1: Fury for continuing his little legend, right? Like it's hilarious. Yeah, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Fury just Fury lives on. Fury yeah, shout out to Fury. Man. Shout out to Fury. But yeah, we got some good yeah, stuff man.
0: coming up. Did you get a chance to watch Devin Haney? Uh, uh, he fought uh, last night. Was it last night? Yes. No, so nah, I, I didn't. get to watch it. it was man. Like, yes, last I, night. Yeah, on show, but I'm trying, I, I know I watched it. I'm like, when the hell did I watch it? Um, he looked. He looked good. I mean, he didn't get the guy out of there. He went to the to the judges, but he looked good. He dropped the dude. Um, good young dude, strong. So
1: you know I mean? Devin Haney, Shakur Stevenson, right? Mm. And I'm kind of putting you out there, mm. but. Going forward with their careers, who would you guess to say is gonna have the better career? Man, that's
0: tough, bro. Because I mean, I haven't really seen them fight anybody yet. You know, what I'm saying? not the enough action of, yet. I mean, yeah. look, I haven't seen yet neither. You know I, I just saying? didn't know if I you lost them. you thought was yeah, special. I think I,
1: and, you know what I mean.
0: They're both at that point to where, like, you you look at them and you're like, okay, they they look to have the goods, um, right? For me, it's going to be about promotion because look at the kid, the Ryan Garcia kid they have for Golden Boy.
1: My God, boy. They, 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 boy if you didn't know no better, you thought Ryan had you like see? four
0: world titles. You see what I'm saying?
1: You see oh, That's I'm a saying? hell
0: of a trick, Golden Boy trick. So it's a kid. lot of this shit is about promotion. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it is. It's all so, promotion with yeah, boxing. Because I saw, uh, you know, you, you started to see Ryan Garcia on shit like TMZ now. And he oh, all, man, he, they got a whole segment yeah, for this kid. I'm he's already, a like, oh, he's already over a million followers on, 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 on the gram. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And so you start looking around, you start saying, okay, these are, these guys got to catch up. You know what I'm saying? In terms of just like popularity. But just to go back to those two, Shakur, Shakur and uh, Devin, listen – I think both of them are extremely talented. I'm going to be 100% with you. I can't call that right now just because I, ha- I haven't right. seen – I need to see them fight um, – who's a guy? Who's a guy? Let me think of it like a good journeyman, like a Gabe Rosado type of a guy in their weight, pre- right. pre- respective weight classes, a guy who shouldn't beat them, but a guy who's like been right there, a class under the um, – the champions kind of like how when canelo fought um sugar shane mosley i mean the, the right. we all can agree yeah. that, that the floyd fight was too early but that sugar shane mosley fight was a fight to where yes shane is you know his prime is, is is gone but shane is still dangerous um and can give you a good fight so i need to really see them in there against one of those two guys because if you remember and i know we get ready to wrap up but if you remember when we, when we watched um Aero Spence fight uh, who was the guy he fought um, one of those type of rugged guys and he hit Spence mm-hmm. with a good yeah. shot to the body
1: right. And,
0: see I need to see them really get into a fight just to see how they react to a little bit of adversity you know what I'm saying just a little bit because we all know bro go ask Adrian Broner, when you start fighting the top guys in in your in your in your division. It's not gonna be all knockouts and you just teeing off because right now they just basically are teeing off on guys. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So we'll see, man. I listen. I think both of those kids are definitely the two next up dudes. Uh. I know Javante Davis is. I. I, I would. I mean, he's already a world. He's already been a world champion, and I know he got a fight coming up. He got a listen. Abner Mores, Tank Davis is gonna be a good fight, bro. That's gonna be a good fight, bro. Um. So let me throw uh, Tank in there as well. I think Tank is so small, you know what I mean. That you know those right. other two, the, the, those other two kids, are, you can see that they're gonna fill out and be big dudes. I think Haney, man, I've seen, you know, I've seen yeah,
1: some. Haney I, looks I think, like a big kid. He yeah, looks like, I he's think be Haney like
0: between the two of them, he looks <clears> to have the uh, a more of a quote unquote mean streak. Right, which I don't know if that's gonna work or not for him. But if well,
1: that means anything, right? Yeah, right. I don't know what
0: what it means. But he just seems to be. If I Shakur looks like a guy who somebody is always telling to smile, which again, that's not a bad thing. Go ask Sugar Ray Leonard, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, but we'll see, man. That's a good question. I, I I wish I could give a better answer. I just I like both. of them. I like both of them. Super
1: young. So yeah, it you, you just don't. Know. And I
0: like both of them, man. You know what I mean? But they definitely right. are next up, and they're gonna be a problem. They they seem to like like they're gonna be a problem. And it's going to be weird, right. too, because where they are in their age, this current generation of guys, the Spences, the, uh, even like the Charlos, the the Danny Garcias of the world, Broner might be a little bit older, so he may be gone. But when when they get ready, those are the guys that they're going to have to really, like, th- those guys may still be around and they may have to, like, you oh, know, yeah, kind they're of put gonna them out. Them. You know what I mean? So Yep. That's gonna be interesting, man. So I think boxing's in good hands, man. I know people bag on boxing a lot, but I think boxing's in excellent hands. Look at the look at the uh, the contrary, right? Because everybody's talking about UFC. Well, the biggest star in UFC again, and, uh, and this is not the shit on John Jones, but come Catch on, you, man, man, you got to clean it up, bro.
1: Yeah, and the thing is too late though because they've always they've always looked for a reason not to like John Jones. And he gave it to him, right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Bro.
1: And th- now they have a legit reason because like every. Even when he just beat Gustafson,
0: yeah.
1: Um, I I watched the first Gustafson fight. I thought John Jones edged him barely, but I read the comments before I watched the whole fight, and the comments were before you watched the first fight. You saying? Mm Mhm. Oh yeah. yeah. I watched the first John Jones versus Gustafson fight over. I just watched it a couple weeks ago before the part two, and um, because I hadn't seen it in its entirety, right. And so I watched it, but I I purposely read the comments first because I wanted to see what the temperature was, and the temperature was. John Jones got his ass beat, and he, he, Gustafson was robbed. Well, I actually watched the fight, and while Gustafson did some great stuff, John Jones being the champ, you got you to gotta beat the champ, right? You don't just need yep. to have a great fight and win. I felt like John Jones having the title deserved to keep that belt. Gustafson didn't do enough to take it from him at that point, right? But I thought it was an excellent fight. The second fight I thought – Gustafson was not able to adjust. Judge Jones adjusted from the first match, and he dominated him, and he got him the fuck out of there. Here's the problem, is that he won, but the PED, right, mm-hmm. use comes into play. But it's really not a problem. It's really about RWS, and here's why, I, here's why I'll tell you why. Because a little guy, I know a guy by the name of Canelo Alvarez, right, mm-hmm. who also failed a drug test, mm-hmm. and then when he ultimately beat Triple G – nobody cared. I ain't mm-hmm. hear no drug talk. I ain't hear no PD talk. Mm-hmm. Now, let me take you... Now, that's boxing, so let me let me keep current with the UFC crowd. I know a guy by the name of Cheo Sonnen, who's failed so many drug tests that he's been indefinitely suspended. Yet, when he almost beat Anderson Silva, nobody had a problem with it. Matter of fact, they wanted a goddamn rematch, and he got it. So, stop acting like you're really outraged about this drug abuse, right? Because the reality is is there are a lot of your favorite fighters that you guys haven't had any issues with get them getting back in the ring. Brock Lesnar, every time he comes back it's an event. And he's been he's been under investigation for PD use and well, I mean, suspensions and all
0: He's just on. He's in the WWE. Right, point, you can see no his body cares. right now in the WWE. Yeah. His he you can see that he's trying to gear up for that UFC return. And so yeah. his body is starting to look different over about the last six months because he's having hey, to get Roy off the ship. Matt. But Roy Mack,
1: that's my thing. Like, don't try to hold John Jones to a standard that you're not holding anyone else to. Which I, I ultimate, hey, Which brings us to our ultimate point, right? They don't give a damn about the PED They just don't like John Jones' bones. Now, they'll right. have to tell you why they don't like him. I know why they don't <laughs> like him. But I'm going to let them tell it. You dig?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Well, let's listen, man. Let's get but, the hell up out of here. No, but what
1: you were saying, on Roy Mack, is real. There is – listen, your champ right now is John Jones and Khabib. The, the fans don't like those guys. Like, the fans don't yeah, like even those guys. Even
0: Nunez, right, uh, who beat Cyborg. Listen, let me say Nunes this. I know like we're trying to wrap up. But let me, I know yeah, we're trying to wrap no, up, but let me like say it. this. Because three years, what was it, three, four years ago, all I was hearing is <laughs> grown-ass men coming up to me, no, 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 coming on People's Champ Radio talking about how uh, Ronda Rousey would whoop your ass. What 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 would you do if you had to fight Rousey? I was like, bro, she fights at like hundred and thirty something pounds, bro. I just well, like, she's a female. That's us like it like she, you know, I, Well, first of all, like. They they had already jumped past that female part, so like I I was already confused, and then they were talking yeah. about you know I thought we were in a different world to where like men don't go around you know slapping women, but they were really wanted right. me to entertain this. They they
1: wanted you to slap a woman. Yeah,
0: they wanted me to entertain me. What I would do against, but now it's it's yeah. weird because that was the only woman that they ever said that about.
1: I've never heard this type of r- rhetoric before.
0: Holly Holm um, beat the hell out of her, weird. and nobody said, "Hey, man, you think you can whoop Holly Holm?" Everybody, right.
1: it. <laughs> it wasn't no, it wasn't no man versus Holly Holm, right? Yeah. That hasn't even been a man versus cyborg talking. Everybody was like, you know, and cyborg on boy so "Hey, man, she's really, you know, transgender," right? But I've never you.
0: heard someone say it was it's crazy versus cyborg. It's crazy, my dude. It, it was ignorant. Crazy. It's, it's ignorance yeah, is what man. it is. Let's get the hell up out of here though, man. We back next yeah, week, but- dog. Let's see what happens in these in these games. Let me get to these games, see what's popping. Um, anything you got gotta leave with, man, uh for for everybody before we come back next week.
1: Hey man, y'all be safe out here, man. It's 2019. Make it a great year, man. PCR, We back, baby.
0: And you got Pacquiao, right? So we're gonna be coming back oh, yeah. next week. It'll be the day after the fight. And listen, Brona, don't put me out there again, dog. Oh boy. All man, we up. Hey, listen,
1: Roy Mack, you got to get over this mellow and Brona thing one day, man. Hey, hey, maybe after uh, Pacquiao beats him unanimously, you'll be off the bandwagon. We'll see. That might be it for me. Yeah, you're right. That might be it. All
0: right, man, we out of here.